Connacht have announced their team to take on Ulster in the first match in the Rainbow Cup with an 8.15pm kickoff at Ravenhill in Belfast tomorrow evening. And the team is 15, John Porch, 14, Ben O'Donnell, 13, Sean O'Brien, 12, Tom Daly, 11, Matt Healy, 10, Jack Carty, 9, Caelan Blade, 1, Jordan Duggan, 2, Dave Heffernan, 3, Finlay Bealham, 4, Ulton Delan, 5, Gavin Thornbury, 6, Owen Masterson, 7, Connor Oliver, and 8, Paul Boyle, who's the captain. Replacements, 16, Shane Delahunt, 17, Matthew Burke, 18, Dominic Robertson-McCoy, 19, Niall Murray, 20, Abraham Papalili, 21, Kieran Marmion, 22, Conor Fitzgerald, 23, Peter Sullivan. And after Connacht had announced that team, I caught up with attack coach Nigel Carrollan to discuss the selection and the prospects for the match. Nigel, great to talk to you. Um, it's Thursday evening. 24 hours before the match, but you're already in Belfast, which is uh, slightly different to what you've been doing this year in terms of a lot of uh, day travel. So any reason why you've gone yeah. up a little bit early? Yeah, um, I suppose with the, you know, in the current situation, William, we've been fortunate enough on our away games to uh, to get charter planes, um, you know, so I suppose ordinarily it'd be a, a trip to Dublin on the bus followed by a, you know, a check-in and a, a commercial flight and a bus on the other side. But I suppose with the charters, it's meant we were able to reduce that travel time, a short little trip to Shannon, uh, the flight, and then, uh, you know, usually get to the airport that's closest to the ground. So, ironically, I suppose, when you got a game in your own uh, on your own land, your own, you know, it, it happens to be further away than some of our away games. Uh, where we have to actually get a plane. So um, look at it, it the, the players were consulted and, uh, you know, they opted that, you know, that they would come up ahead because, you know, it, it is a four-hour, four-and-a-half, 4.20 uh, bus journey. So look, it was their choice and, and they opted to come up the evening before. Um, we did our team run this morning and uh, in, in glorious sunshine in Galway and then we hit the road and, and uh, to get a chance just to relax now for the rest of the day and not have to worry about a you know a long journey ahead of them uh, tomorrow uh, so they can just focus on the game. Yeah, that makes sense. It's, it's, it's a tough trip. I've done it plenty of times as a day trip uh, to cover games. Mind you, that's usually in yeah. December. So at least at least in April, yeah. you've got some chance and the, the, the sun has come out. Um, yeah. This is a new uh, tournament and it's come in in a slightly odd way and the South Africans aren't taking part and have have you had to sort of sift all that out of the way and just concentrate on the fact that it's Ulster Interpro Friday night Ravenhill very much so um, and there's motivation enough in that in itself um, you know when <clears throat> the Challenge Cup finished against Leicester a number of weeks ago there you know, we sat down as a, a coaching team and I suppose, you know, and the players, were, you know, they've had their own chats and review of what's going on. And we looked at ways then that maybe we could, you know, freshen things up uh, with a view to this tournament. And, you know, there's a new focus in defence and a couple of little tweaks in attack and in set piece. And um, and so with that, it's sort of it's given us something to focus on. But, you know, at the end of the day, if it was maybe one of the other teams outside of uh, an Interpro that we were playing this weekend, I, I think motivation might be a little bit less. We don't know what's at the end of this. But when you look at the head-to-head tomorrow, you know, at Scrum Half, you have Kenan Blade and, and John Cooney. You've, 
you know, you have a Billy Burns and a Jack. You, you, there's a lot of, you know, you have a, a Herring and a, and a Heffernan. There's a lot of head-to-heads there. So in that itself, it's, it makes it really interesting. Um, certainly our fellas are looking at it as an opportunity to get one over on, on their counterpart on the other team. But like I said, at the end of the day, it's, it's an interpro. And I said, uh, the challenge itself was to their tough team to beat at home. And, and there's incentive uh, to try and ruin their party again, uh, like we did a couple of years ago. Um, so look, at, there's, a, there's a lot of motivation and, and a lot to uh, look forward to from my point of view. And did you have to do a lot of head clearing after that Leicester performance, which kind of rolled on a bit from the Scarlets and, and, and even Edinburgh? It's been a tough run of games and there haven't been enough Ws in the in the column after them. Yeah, um yeah, disappointing to, I suppose, bow out. I mean, we again, we had to work hard for the scores that we got in that game. That it was extremely physical, and um, you know, at times it was it was difficult to get the scores. But at the same time, uh, you, you know, at half time, we had a, a player advantage, and and they scored two tries. So look, I suppose it left us with a bit to do in the second half. But we did it, and we got ourselves back. You know, at twenty seven, twenty five. You know, and then we had a penalty kick on about 64 or five minutes to actually poke her nose in front in the game. And, and with that, you can get a bit of momentum. But, you know, unfortunately, we missed that. And then from the 22, um, we didn't uh, get to play back the, the ball back into the ball bounce. So we didn't get to put the ball back deep in their half. And they got a, a set piece in our half. And they got a penalty from that. And eventually, that you know, they got a scored, which pushed them ahead again. And, and But yet we clawed that back. Uh, and we got it back to within a score with about, I don't know, five minutes to go. And, and we lost, uh, you know, Abraham lost the ball from the restart. And, and again, it just it went away from us. So I said we worked hard. And, and, and that's the character of the group is that, you know, there's been no game this year that, you know, we've been comprehensively beaten and does fight right to the end. Yeah, we concede in scores, but there's fight to get the next score and to get back into the game. And that's what's most pleasing. We feel that, we're not a million miles away. Um, I said it has been disappointing and extremely frustrating, not only for, I'm sure, our, our fans and supporters and sponsors, and uh, but the players themselves, they know that there's so much positive in the game and they're playing with, you know, continued ambition and it's, you know, it's exciting to, when they're on the ball, I said it's just trying to manage when we turn the ball over and, 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 and give the ball to the opposition. It's just, you know, that we got to keep that same sort of determined mindset that, you know, we're going to get the ball back again. And, and uh, you know, whether the score or not, is keep playing, keep playing on the front foot and keep chasing the scores. And, and that's what's happened. But um, so we, we take a lot of positive from that as well. As, as frustrating as it is, we know we're not a million miles away. It is going to be a tough one tomorrow night. It's a, it's a very difficult place to go. Ulster, are, it's a strong Ulster side. The matchups are fascinating uh, right across the mm. park. And... Of course, look, they have a European semi-final um, a week down the road. Um, were you a little surprised by the strength of team? Did you think they might have rested a few players before that? Or is that something in professional rugby you just you have to keep players playing? No, I think everyone, uh, you know, had, had a free weekend, uh, the weekend gone. So, um, you know, as they're building into their Challenge Cup semi-final against Leicester next week, that they need all of the players that they feel are going to reckon they need them to get game time. And, and some of them are certain on the team and some of them will start from the bench. So yeah, I, I'm certainly not surprised with the, the strength of team that they're putting out. 
Um, there's probably a few like Martin Moore and, and uh, maybe Jack McGrath who, who aren't involved, but um, yeah, it's the, the, they've got quality and so they've developed some real strength and depth. So I think no matter what team they were going to put out um, this, uh, tomorrow evening, it was going to be a, a team that's used to winning. They're, you know, they've had to go to England um, to play Northampton and uh, um, before that, uh, the, the, the team escaped me. So they've been on the road, um, you know, so it's they, they've had to win their games on the road. So I said, you know, they're they're used to winning now as well. So they've got a lot of confidence and it's just about us of trying to focus on our game and, and again, just continue, you know, to keep the, the ambition to attack and to score tries and then try and keep them out as best we can. Yeah, looking looking at, at Connacht, I mean, you're obviously missing Jared Butler was available, but he's picked up a little bit of a knock. Bundyaki is still under his suspension from the Six Nations. So who are you looking to tomorrow night for your leadership? Um, you know, to keep the the drive going forward when it when it will get tough at some stage in the game. Yeah, yeah. Well, it always goes back to um, look. Our, our international players are. You know they're international for a reason that they have quality, um, and and you know we we expect them to deliver upon you know what what's got them onto the international scene. So the likes of Dave Heffernan, Phil Beanham, Elton uh, Delan, um, you know Jack Carthy, they're the key players for us. That if if they're delivering and if they're actually um, performing to the level that we expect them to perform, the rest of the players can can certainly take some uh, some confidence from them as well. So, you know, we've spoken about that this week is and then without putting pressure on those guys, but they are key for us. And then, you know, with our skipper Boyle is you know, he's never one to to shy away from the, the leadership role. You know, and yeah, and like you guys like Caelan Blade who's starting a nine again, he's He's small in stature, but he's he's got a massive personality in the team. So he demands kind of a, a high level and a high standard of players around him. So as long as those guys are are, are performing themselves, and then they can demand the, the rest of um, you know of the rest of the team, I think uh, you know there's enough leadership there to to bring us through. Connacht have also released a squad update ahead of this Ulster fixture. Dennis Buckley and Jared Butler have picked up knocks in training and are unavailable for the Ulster match. Peter Robb has had surgery on a back injury and is out until August. Alex Wooten sustained a hip injury versus Leicester in the Challenge Cup and is out for a number of weeks. Sam Arnold has returned fully to training after a chest injury and Connor Dean, after a shoulder injury, will return to training in the coming weeks. In more long-term injuries, Jack Anger with a neck problem, Tom Farrell knee, Stephen Fitzgerald knee, Killian Gallagher shoulder, Sean O'Brien head, Tiernan O'Halloran quad and Quinn Rue shoulder are all continuing to rehabilitate from these injuries. Ulster have also announced their team to take on Connacht and it is 15 Jacob Stockdale, 14 Robert Balacone, 13 James Hume, 12 Stuart Moore, 11 Ethan McElroy, 10 Billy Burns, 9 John Cooney, 1 Andrew Warwick, 2 Rob Herring, 3 Tom O'Toole, 4 Kieran Treadwell, 5 Ian Henderson, who's the captain, 6 Matty Ray, 7 Sean Reedy, 8 Nick Timoney. And the replacements, 16 John Andrew, 17 Eric O'Sullivan, 18 Ross Kane, 19 Alan O'Connor, 20 Greg Jones, 21 David Shanahan, 22 Michael Lowry and 23 Will Addison. 
And earlier in the week at the Ulster press conference, Dan Soper, who is the skills coach and from next season will be the senior assistant coach, and Jacob Stockdale talked about what Ulster expected Connacht to bring to this match. Certainly with Connacht, we've had good, tough games. We were delighted to go down there and, and, and win at Christmas time. For, I think it's the first time in five years or something. So, um, you know, we were happy with that. We know Connacht are a very uh, physical side. They're, you know, first class, set piece. Um, and they bring a lot of really inventive rugby to the party in terms of how they play. So, you know, you need to be really switched on uh, defensively in, in terms of being prepped for that because they always have a trick or two up their sleeve and it's, you know, they, I, I enjoy watching them uh, myself. They're an entertaining team to watch. So, um, you know, we know it's going to be a, a tough interpro again. That They'll be, you know, I'm sure they'll be smarting from, from what happened at Christmas and they've had, you know, as you said, they've had a good result up here in the last couple of years. So, They'll be coming out with belief of, of no doubt about that, but um, that's a good challenge for us. <laughs> to us, when you play corner, um, you know, physicality is very important. Um, you know, trying to win that game line battle, um, you know, is, is is something that's important. Um, obviously, they have you know very talented ten and Jack Cardi, and he's a guy that you know, especially for me as a back three player, if you're not on your game, um, you know, he'll he'll pin corners and um and make you look a bit silly. So. You know, that's something that for me as a player, um, you know, going into the game, like I'm definitely focused on and making sure that, you know, I'm kind of not giving him an inch because if you give him an inch, he takes it. Mm-hmm.